This is Pastor D.R.E. on the M.I.C. And welcome to our Spotlight Series. This is where we highlight those people and those things that are impacting our community and the body of Christ. Today I have with me Nathan Gavandian from California. He is an author, an investor, and an entrepreneur. His book entitled Open Minded speaks about being successful doing the things you love. I want to ask you today, are you successful doing the things you love or are you chasing success looking in all the wrong places? In this interview, he's going to reveal some principles you can use for your life. So join us as we break bread. Be blessed. Hello, Mr. Gavandian. Hello. Hey, how you doing, sir? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Listen, I, I want to tell you, I, I have really been kind of looking forward to this uh, this interview. Um, just reading a little bit about your profile. And uh, I noticed that you do have a, a book out. You have a book out called Open Minded. And you're basically encouraging people to do... Um, you know, they can do pretty much anything they love and make money doing it. You know, is yeah, that exactly. correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so I want to get into that um, for a little bit. But first off, I, I want to ask you, you know, we've, we've been dealing with a lot of tragedies uh, recently, you know, such as Buffalo. But one that just happened recently was uh, the tragedy in Texas that has been all over the news currently about the um, gentleman who came into the school and end up killing um, innocent children as well as two teachers. I think the, the total is at 21. This last time I checked. Um, and and it, it was, you know, it's, it's something that no parent should have to go through. Um, and it really just did something to me. Um, how do you feel about what happened? Well, I'm definitely not uh, not happy about it for sure. Um, you know, it's hard it's hard to say. You know, what what could have stopped it? What could have made it better? Um, right. Know, in, in situations like that, I just I guess I just feel like we just gotta turn to God. I mean, there's there's not really too much we we can do. I mean, you know, you mourn with those right. who mourn, and you you just try to support them where you can. And obviously, you know, you just try to do your best to, to love, love everyone. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's sad because, you know, those things do happen and, you know, unfortunately Absolutely. they happen and, you know, we are just definitely praying for, for those, those families and those individuals and that are affected by that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I'll tell you one thing that, you know, um, so, you know, with everything that's going on, um, it is very easy. And, and I don't mean this in a, in a, I don't care way, but it is very easy with everything that has happened over the past, let's say, let's just say the past two months with everything right. that has happened, it could be very easy to become numb to it. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. you have this, this, these things happen, 
And then, you know, before you can grieve about this thing, the next thing happens. And be, you're outraged with that, and then the next thing happens. And so it has been like a a barrage, just a wave of of tragedy that has happened. And and if we're not careful, we can really become numb to the thing where we don't, you know, I, I don't know if there's a proper response to it, but we just don't have no response. It's just like well, it happened and, you know, oh, well. And, and you know, that sounds kind of harsh, but when you really think about everything that has transpired over the last few months, uh, it can be very uh, sometimes hard to really identify. You kind of lose that, that emotion gene to really just feel the pain of those who are affected by it presently. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's 100%. It's, it's, it's hard to sometimes you know, stay aware and stay conscious and stay, right. I guess, tuned in to be able to, to still feel, you know, we don't, and none right. of these, none of these tragedies, you know, whether it's Ukraine, the California uh, church shooting that happened a little bit ago, and then right. you know, Texas. I, and I even forgot about that one. I mean, it's just so many. Yeah. Things, it's, you it's, know. It's, it's hard to not, you know, be past feeling, so to speak, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Um, but listen, so we're, we're going to get into your book. Um, mm -hmm. And um, so you have this book, as I was stating, it's called Open Mind. And um, I read, like I said, I read some of your profile. First of all, let's just introduce the world to who you are. What, <laughs> what do people need to know about Mr. Nathaniel Gavandian. I hope I'm saying that last name right. Is Gavandian? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Okay. So, so what does the world need to know before we get into the details of your book and and you give us some of these key points that we want to live by? You know, you're going to give us enough so we can seek out the information. But before All we right. get into that, what do we need to know about Mr. Gavandian? Yeah, sure. I think the one of the biggest things and to know. And what I always like to know about, you know, authors or, you know, speakers or whatever is kind of, I guess, just their motive behind why they're mm -hmm. doing what they're doing. Um, and so right. when my brother and I wrote that book, our, our motive, and it still is, is to really just help set the human mind free. Um, mm -hmm. And not, not that it's, it's not per se, but sometimes we put ourselves in, in boxes and sometimes right. We kind of just get stuck in thinking, oh, it's always this way. Like, oh, like learning is a linear experience. And then when right. there's only reality, it's, to succeed. Yeah. It's, I mean, in reality, it's, you know, everyone has a different, different mission, a different goal, a different, um, you know, different, different things they need to do in life. And, uh -huh. you know, there's a quote from Einstein that we share in the book that just about, you know, if, if you judge a fish, by its ability to climb a tree, it's going to live its whole life thinking it's basically useless and can't do anything. And so right. some people have, some people have skills and have been blessed with abilities and talents to do certain things a certain way. And mm -hmm. when, while others are, you know, much better in certain settings and, and we all have different strengths and the, the, our whole intent in writing the book is just to help people understand that you don't have to apologize for who you're who you are you know who god made you to be and you know you there isn't a way 
to provide for you and your family and even help others, you know, with, with just by tapping into your, your potential and using your, your ability. So that's kind of the premise of, of the book. You, you know, you, you said a, a mouthful there. Um, and that is something that I believe, especially uh, in these times, and particularly with this generation that we have now, you have an older generation who are trying to, as you said, put um, this newer generation in a box, you know, because let, let's just face it, they have a lot of uh, innovations over the last, uh, should I, I don't even have to go back that far, maybe five, 10 years um, that has, um, that the younger generation know about that we don't know about. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a eighties baby. Okay. So, you know, uh, there are some things that, that, you know, there was a formula, should I say a, a formula we thought was a formula to success. Uh, but even that formula has changed when you look at the technology that's around and, and just, it's so much of an entrepreneur spirit with this newer generation. Uh, where they're not, they're not trying to um, do the classic nine to five, work for 20 years or, or 30 years, mm -hmm. 40 years, get the gold watch at the end and then retire. Um, you really have a newer generation that has this entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, but the problem has been, just in my, my humble opinion, the problem has been with, with some that have these great gifts is that they don't have an outlet mm -hmm. to do it or they're told by um, the previous generation, you can't do it like that. You know, right. it has to be this way. And so, um, you know, I, I think, you know, we could definitely, all of us could definitely uh, benefit from having our mind open. So, so what, what, what are some of the things uh, or keys to really uh, opening ourselves up, opening our minds up to succeed, you know, because I, I love the quote you gave. You, you were saying that you can do anything you love um, and make money. And I, I think that is a very big key, doing anything you love, doing the thing that you love. Can you kind of speak on that for a minute? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, something we really believe and have seen is just that it's not necessarily what you're doing, but more mm -hmm. how you're how you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you do things the traditional way, you know, certain certain things, you know, you go and study art or you go and study music or, you know, whatever you whatever you're doing, you know, in, in some cases, those won't, um, you know, produce as much of an opportunity for growth and for helping others and as much income as others. But mm -hmm. our, our belief is it's not necessarily what it is, but more how you're doing it. And so you just got to think about different angles of how to do that. But I think it mm -hmm. all starts, it all starts with just understanding kind of the origin of things. Like we, we start in the, in the book, we start with the history of just the education system in America mm -hmm. and how it started with, you know, just reading, writing, Latin, maybe a little bit of mathematics. It was, 
it was pretty, pretty simple. And it would, um, you know, there were other schools that were more specialized based on uh -huh. what the student wanted to do. Um, but like over time, we've seen it kind of evolve and change. And, you know, in the early 1900s, there were a lot of businessmen who kind of got together and were like, hmm, how can we create a system that will help us create better employees for our, for our businesses? And that's, that's kind of how it, how it formed. And, you know, from there, it just kind of, you know, it's become more of like a, a cultural thing where, you know, if you don't go to college, you're like, oh, what, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, right. when, it, <laughs> when in, when in reality, like, you know, I, I like having electricity in my home. I like having, you know, indoor plumbing. I like having air, air conditioning, heating, like, Absolutely. like most of the guys that do that, like didn't even go to college. And so, you know, we, I'm, I'm also, I'm, I'm pretty big um, advocate for the trades just because, you know, we're seeing a lot of shortages and people going into the trades and, you know, because they're mm -hmm. almost shame, shamed for, for doing that versus going to college. And it's just kind of sad in some ways that, you know, cause some people right. are more inclined, some people are more gifted, you know, with their hands, with, you know, technological right. or, you know, whatever it is. And so it's just kind of sad sometimes to see them, you know, a bit shamed for that, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. And, and so that, that kind of, and, and that's why I said, I love the quote that you had, you know, uh, where you said it's about what you love, you know, you can make money uh, doing what you love because let's face it. Um, everybody's not built for college, you know, mm -hmm. everybody's not built for college and vice versa. Everybody's not built for trade school everybody's not good with their hands right. um but i definitely believe it is it is um important that you you kind of pursue the thing that you love and and so i i believe that plays a big part in it you know if you love what you do uh, i heard someone say if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life uh <laughs> and and i believe that i really believe that you know if you if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And so it's it's a lot of people who are kind of at that grind. You know, they have been given this this uh, formula of doing the grind, like I said, and doing college, um, which, you know, I, I don't want to I'm not going to get too political, but I do want to mm -hmm. um, kind of put a thought into the listeners. Uh, because I do know people who have went to college and have gotten in humongous debt going to college uh, and never used a degree mm. uh, because it was something that they, they, they went for that degree because it was told to them or they read on Google or they did their research saying by, you know, such and such time, um, this job is going to be very profitable and uh, there's a big need for it and so on and so forth. And so they, they go to college for that degree and they never use it. And what they're left with is debt and regret, you know, just debt and regret. So it's, it's definitely, um, that's why I say it's, it's so important to do what you love. You know, you can make money doing what you love. Now, now you said that you, you're, um, you know, everybody's not fit for college and, and so on and so forth. I'm, I'm paraphrasing what you said, but everybody's not fit right. for college. 
were you a college, are you a college graduate or? You know, I, I actually, I went to college for about a year <clears throat> and then I mm -hmm. took a break um, to do some humanitarian religious service um, for mm -hmm. a while. And then I came back to, uh, to school and I just kind of really got thinking, got soul searching and just kind of first thought about, okay, what kind of lifestyle do I want to live? You know, where do I see myself down the road? You know, where do I want to right. be? Who do I want to become? And I just kind of you know, did a lot of that, did a lot of praying, obviously, and just kind of came to the conclusion that for me personally, college wasn't my path. Wasn't okay. the way God needed me to go. Um, and, you know, and some people it is, you know, for some people it is, but for me it wasn't. And so that's kind of my, my background there. So I did go for a little more than a year. Um, but after that, I just kind of decided to move into entrepreneurial things and learning about investing and real estate and writing a book. And yeah. Oh, so <laughs> what, well, okay. Wait, wait, let's slow down. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Cause you kind of <laughs> glanced over those things. Like it wasn't nothing yet. You know, I'm just writing a book and, you know, doing investing in real estate, you know, what normal people <laughs> do, you know, by the, the way, usual. can I ask a question? How, yeah. how old are you? I'm actually 22. You're t oh, oh wait okay okay <laughs> let's 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 I'm about to cut this thing off wait a minute so you're 22 and because I, I, I want everybody to get this and I, I have a lot of people that listen to this podcast I, I want them to understand and I meet quite a few of them actually so mm -hmm. you're 22 and you're in college and you decide you know what this isn't for me you you did a lot of soul searching you did a lot of praying which I am 100% for, you know, I believe before, you know, you make any, any decision, any life altering decision, you ought to go to God about it. You know, you know, he'll direct your path. Um, exactly. But so you came to the conclusion that college wasn't for you. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you just named about four different areas. You, you said you're an author, you're into investing. Are we talking stocks in, of that matter? Or are we talking more of investing in different projects? Or, or what style of investing are you? Right. So right now, I'm actually working with a lot of different like startups. Um, uh -huh. So like my brother and I, we're working on building, a, you know, based off the book, we're going to build a business you know, with an online, online school, teaching people kind of what they don't usually teach in in schools um, right you know more of that basic you know financial education okay how do i build a credit score or just stuff like that you know things you need to oh, you know, for for life um at least nowadays <laughs> and so right, you know, right. one of them and then you know i'm working on um my folks and i we have a, a an hvac company in in california and we're currently working on building another branch up here in idaho and so i mean a lot of it right now is kind of just in startups and in businesses um, wow. I do have some other things to more of like hedge against inflation. You know, it's kind of a, mm -hmm. a popular topic recently, but. Oh, um, absolutely. But yeah, so I've done just a lot of research on that. And, you know, as, as far as real estate goes, I'm really just studying. That's kind of, those are kind of my classes, so to speak. I'm doing air quotes because uh -huh. um, they're kind of just independent study classes because they don't really, uh -huh. unfortunately, they don't teach 
real estate investing in, in schools either. Um, but Right. And they really don't. They yeah. really don't. I, I think you really got your man. I'm, I'm blown away by um, just the moves that you're making at such a young age um, to to uh, you're, you're almost like you're you're pretty much putting your future in your hands um, when you made the decision to kind of step away from college. But you're doing so much with the investing, with the uh, with the uh, real estate, with the book. And, uh, you know, one thing you said just now, um, and, and I believe there is a there is a need for it. Let me just say that first. There is a need for it. And and there also is a market for it. You know, we, we need this information, but there's also a market for it. And and you said you were, you know, right on it when you said uh, they don't teach you how to build credit scores. Right. You know, a lot of the things that we take for granted or people may not even think about that they're going to need there's nobody really teaching that. And so, um, you know, that's, that's definitely something that's worth investing into, you know, just my personal opinion. I, I think it's definitely needed. Um, just as you said, life lessons, you know, um, things you're going to need in life. Um, so, so, so what else about the book? Can you tell us what, what are the tidbits? If you, if you had, let's say, you know, five, 10 minutes to tell somebody just some key things from the book, not everything, uh, but some key things from the book that would pique their interest or you believe would pique their interest, what would they be? Right. I think, um, you know, honestly, one of my favorite quotes from the book is if you want orange juice, don't squeeze an apple. Um, you know, if you want, if you if you want to do the extraordinary, don't do the ordinary. You know, like if right. you, you have got to figure out, you know, where do you want to end up, so you can figure out, okay, what vehicle is going to get me there, the fastest, and what vehicle does God know will be the best for me? Right. Um, that's honestly one of my favorite parts of the book. It's just like a small paragraph, but it's just like. Uh-huh. Like wow, I never thought That's about so that. Powerful. <laughs> that yeah. so powerful. That is so powerful. Yes. Yeah, and so like you know that that's actually in I think I believe it's chapter four. Um, we just talk about your mindset and how you know we hear of people you know people win the lottery right and then they lose it all like they go broke again. It's like okay, right. what, what happened? Like you had more money than a lot of people have in their life, and you've got. And you, you just, you're broke again. Like, how does that happen? And, um, you know, same with like athletes, you know, we hear about athletes who, you know, they retire and a few years down the road, they're broke. And life lessons. Exactly. It's sad. But what's important is just the mindset. You know, you think mm-hmm. about, okay, what, like, if I had this much, this much money right now, what would I do to help it go farther, you know, to, to help it grow into more and therefore be able to give more and provide more for, you know, whether it's clean water for people in, you know, in other countries or, you know, give to those in need or, you know, cause that's, you know, if your goal is money, it's not going to go, it's going to end. It's not, you're not going to go very far. 
But right. if you've got if you've got a purpose behind you and a reason a for why you want that money and it's not just, you know, to buy a big boat or to buy a you know a, a nice car, you know, those things are, are great, but more important than anything, it's okay, what's what's the bigger purpose here? You know, what is God calling me to do and how can right. I really magnify my calling? Absolutely. And and like I said, that's why the first thing that stuck out to me is doing what you love. And like you said, doing doing what you think you're called to do. Don't necessarily chase the dollar, but chase right. your destiny, chase your purpose, um, things that you feel like you are called to do. One of the things that I, I, I hear when you, you were talking just now is being able to have that I'll just call it that internal conversation with yourself. Meaning, as you stated, you know, okay, I'm here. You know, you gave the example of, um, okay, you hit the lotto. Okay, now what do I do now? You know, um, how how do I protect this? Now that I have this this mass fortune, what do I do now? And And, you know, I, I forget the statistics right now. I, I think you alluded to it, but you know, most lottery winners go broke because it was nothing they had to plan to to win that that amount of money. But then they also, once they have it in their possession, they have no they don't take the time to make a plan, to question yeah. themselves. Okay, now that I have this, what am I gonna do next? You know. And, exactly. and so I, I, from what I gather, what I gather from you is we must have this, this conversation with ourselves where we, we ask ourselves, what's the next plan? We should, we should always be in the planning, in the planning process, trying to figure out our next move. 100%. Am I, I mean, re- right? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, we, we believe in the, the big principle of, you know, you teach a man to fish. And, you know, he'll eat for a lifetime, whether, you know, whereas, you know, instead, if you like, if you give a man a fish, he's just going to eat for a meal. And so, right. you know, a lot of it, it, it does take a lot of like, you know, discipline because a lot of these things are going to get kind of backtracking a little bit. No, you did not cuss just now. You don't say that cuss <laughs> word. We don't use that cuss word discipline. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, the dreaded, the dreaded word. Okay, but, the um, big B word, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But just to kind of backtrack, like the reason why it takes so much effort is just because, you know, we, so many people, they, they, we go to school and they don't teach us these things. So we have to take initiative outside of class and learn these things. Absolutely. Because they don't, you know, they don't really teach a whole lot of mindset. They teach, you know, certain facts and certain things, but they don't really teach mindset and how to, you know, live by the laws that, you know, the Bible teaches so beautifully and, you know, they just, they don't teach that, you know, asking ye shall receive, you know, just something simple as that knock and it shall be opened unto you. Like there's so much behind that. It's like, all we got to do is ask, ask in faith and, you know, and act and he'll, God promises to, to give us. And so, that's kind of the, a bit of the, like the premise of the book is just, you know, if you want it, God has provided a way for you to do it. And so, you know, he's, 
directing you and just do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's amazing uh, that a lot of times, um, you know, people see, people fall in love with the end result. You know, when we see people who make it um, and we see where they are now and, and, you know, whether you say it's the media or the social platforms, we always are privy to the end result, but we don't get the backstory, you know. We don't get the, as, as you said, the life lessons of how they got there. How did they get to this point? Because they didn't just wake up one day and, you know, was like this. It's, it's like Beyonce had that song, I woke up like this. Well, we didn't just wake <laughs> up like this. You know, there was some, there were some things we had to do to to make it happen. Um, let me ask you this question and then I'm gonna let you go. Um, yeah. But I really wanna get your, your, your thoughts on this. Um, with everything that you're doing, um, you know, you're a very young guy, uh, but you're, you're, I can tell you're like laser focused. And so you have this real estate that you're doing, you have the investments, uh, you're doing the book. Um, just kind of speak to the people. How has your faith, uh, your faith in God played a part in that? Or has it played a part in that? I think it's played all the part to be honest, um, you know, we, I guess the reason why I'm able to do so much is the fact that I'm not really doing it. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's not really, really me. I mean, number one, I'm standing on the shoulders of, of giants. And so I, it's, it's right. not really, it's not really me. And, you know, they're inspired, you know, by by god and i guess you know writing a book is a grind to be honest it it takes a lot of a lot of effort a lot of dedication and more than anything my faith in god allows me to continue moving forward knowing that as long as i'm relying on him and doing my absolute best, I know that he's, he's got me, you know, like he asks and he shall receive. I know that if I'm asking and, you know, James says to be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. And, uh, right. you know, I'm a firm believer in that, you know, you, you believe, but also I believe faith is an action word. And so true faith, there, there's faith without works is dead. Right. And so right. true faith involves action first believe, but then act. And so that's, you know, as I, I believe, as I continue to believe and continue to act, that belief grows stronger and stronger. And so that's, you know, when I say it's played all the part, it really has, God really has. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I'm able to do so much because I'm able to do what I love, which is what God has blessed me with. And, you know, we've all, we all have different gifts. We all have different abilities and different talents and, you know, everything comes from God. And so, you know, everything good comes from God. And so it's just a matter of figuring out what your, what your mission is. And when you, when you can figure that out, 
there's nothing that's going to stop you because you're not working alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this, oh goodness, that is so good. Um, you know, it's just, um, like you said, it's figuring it out. It's as, as we started off earlier in the, in the interview, we were saying how, you know, your steps have to be ordered, you know, as long as your steps are ordered by God, you know, and you're pushing towards your purpose. Um, there's nothing that you can't achieve uh, because you have extra help with you. Um, and can I just tell you this? Um, I am elated. I am very happy when I meet people like you or hear about people like you. Sometimes, I, let, let me just say, I'm not a person that watched the news a lot. Um, right. And the reason I don't is because with everything that's going on, I don't want to have too, I don't want to be depressed too much. You understand what I mean? Like, I just don't yeah. want to have those bad ideas. I, I, I keep a hear enough to keep me informed of what's going on but I'm not that person who just watches news sun up to sundown constantly have the news going on and rehearsing the you know what happened here and what happened there um but when I when I hear about people like you and now that I've um, gotten to talk to you um you know to to know that you're so young and and doing all this is just amazing to me and it it actually makes me want to say man i'm going to be like him when i grow up you know because <laughs> <laughs> this man is just doing the most uh but it is very important that you know you said you you know just finding your purpose of what god has for you for you to do and i believe that there are a lot of people young and old who have who has been taught the only way you can work for God uh, is to hold a mic in your hand on Sunday morning or Wednesday night or whenever Bible study is mm -hmm. and preach the word of God. You know, the only way you can work for God is if you go up to somebody and say, do you know the Lord, you know, and lead them to salvation and, and, and all of that we're supposed to do, we're supposed to compel them to come. But right. the, the, the scripture says, compel them to come. You know, um, and I take that in the liter the literary sense where, you know, OK, maybe I can't get you with the word of God at first. But if I can show you what God has done for me and how he keeps me and if you can learn from me, see my story, see my success story, then you might get a little curious and say, OK, well, how's he doing all this? And that's my my um, my time where I can say, well, let me tell you how I do this, you know, how I'm able to do this. And, you know, it's it's God, you know, and it kind of leads into a, um, a conversation where they're more open to you, you know, because they're not just hearing, as you said earlier, they're not just hearing the word. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're a doer of the word, and then they're seeing the the actions, the the um, the fruits. Oh, just say, the exactly there you go. The fruits yeah. of the word. You know, exactly. it's not just on a page anymore. They actually have this thing live, 
you know, this is what God can help me do, you know. And so I think it's very important that we have people like you who are not in the pulpit, but who are in business meetings, who are not in the pulpit, but who are opening businesses, who are not in the pulpit, but are creating educational tools to show uh, the people of God, the people of God, as well as uh, people who don't know God yet, how to make it and what God can do if you allow him to guide your footsteps. 100%. You know, I, I hear people, the phrase, you know, God can't steer a parked car. Man. You know, we got to oh, move. My goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a whole, listen, I would have to invite you for another podcast to talk about that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but absolutely, you know, you, you got to want it for yourself. You got to want it for yourself. But, but listen, uh, Nathan, I really appreciate your time. Uh, you have definitely been uh, a joy to speak to and you've opened your eyes. You've opened my eyes uh, to a lot of things and Hopefully, when people hear this, it'll open their eyes as well. So I appreciate your time. And I, I sincerely hope that you have more and more success in all your future endeavors. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. All right. That was Mr. I'm just going to call him Nathan. That was Nathan. And uh, if you want any more information, you can go to his website. Tell him about the website. Yeah, the website is openmindededucation.com. And, uh, you know, you can find the book on Amazon or, you know, it's available on just the digital copy. If you want to, you know, just for a few bucks, you can get a copy digitally and um, or paperback on Amazon, Open Minded Education. Okay. And how much is the book on Amazon? So for paperback, it's just $10. $10 um, but for the Kindle, just the digital, and you don't actually have to have a Kindle to get it. I learned this recently. <laughs> you can just right right basically like a pdf download um but yeah for like three dollars so or it's free and you you do have have kindle unlimited it's free and and the name of the book is open-minded open-minded education yeah open-minded education and the website name is open-minded as well yeah openmindededucation.com openmindededucation.com so listen Here's what I'm going to say. He didn't ask me to do this, uh, but I, I just, you know, I just speak the truth. And maybe sometimes it rubs people the wrong way, but it's just the truth. Listen, <laughs> if you want to better yourself, uh, you must invest in yourself. Bottom line, if you want to better yourself, you must invest in yourself. So you said the book was like 10 bucks or something like that. Yeah. 10 bucks is nothing to to invest into your future. We spend money on everything else, you know, even things that are harmless. We we'll, we we'll spend money on money on that. I want everybody that listens to that if something that he said uh caught your attention. Spend the $10. And some of y'all got un- <laughs> some of y'all got the Kindle unlimited. Download the book. You know, the only way we're going to get better is if we invest in ourselves. So just get it. Just check it out. I know I'm definitely going to check it out myself and uh, get some more of these nuggets. I know you couldn't give everything away uh, in 30 minutes. So I'm definitely going to check it out and uh, and see what it's all about. You know, maybe I maybe when I grow up, I can be like you. 
<laughs> hey, you know, if you want, if you want a way where you don't have to spend the ten dollars and still get some nuggets, you could follow us on Instagram or TikTok. Um, just oh, see, my, uh, see you play it. Play it. You you can't wait a minute now. Uh, okay, so we got Amazon, we got the website. You got other avenues we can follow you and all. Say say all that again because we need to know about this. <laughs> Yeah, so we actually just launched our TikTok. So we've got like a solid one video on there so far, but we're, uh, you know, we're going strong. We just started yesterday, but um, so okay. yeah, you can find us on TikTok at Open Minded, I believe it's Open Minded Boys. Um, that's my brother and I. Um, okay. And then Open Minded Education on Instagram. Open Minded on Instagram. Everybody has Instagram. So now you have yeah. no re- no one has uh, an excuse as why as to why they can't be better. You got all this information and, and so now you can follow him and you can be one of the founding members. You know, it just launched yeah. yesterday so it can't be you know, it can't be up to a million right now. So get, get in while it's at a thousand, two thousand, three thousand people. You know, let's let's support, let's hear what this young man has to say. It is definitely, um, you know, it, you, you, you hear the fruit, you hear what he's doing. So he definitely knows what he's talking about. Um, so let's support, let's follow him, and, and let's all make this journey together. Mr. Uh, Nathan, it has been a pleasure, and you have a good day, sir. Right back at you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Right, bye-bye. Pastor D.R.E. back here with you. Want to ask you the question. Did you get something out of that? You know, one of the things that he said, and I mentioned it in the beginning, and it has just stuck with me even after we finished the interview. And that is the quote where he said, uh, you can be successful doing the thing you love. I will never forget that. You can be successful doing the thing you love. And so I think it's very important that we don't try to uh, necessarily chase the money, but we just go after the thing that we love. We do the thing that we love and to have an open mind about it. And I'm I'm, I'm so uh, elated with what he's doing. You know, he's an investor. He's an entrepreneur. He's an author. All at the tender age of 22. What can you do? What's in store for you? What dream do you have before you? Have you closed your mind up? Have you have you put God in a box because he credits his uh, his 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 success? Uh, he credits his success with his relationship with God. And so I think that's very important that we understand who's doing it for us. But I hope you got tidbits out of the interview and listen. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Do not be afraid to invest in yourself. The book is open-minded. I hope you go out there and get it. As he stated, it is on Kindle Unlimited. Uh, he also also has an Instagram page he just started, and that's free. In case you're on the fence, you can follow him and see what he's up to. And maybe the thing that he's doing, you'll start doing. And then maybe you'll start doing the things that he's doing. And how about we just all be successful together? That's what this is all about. I want I want to create a network of 
successful people. I want to create a network of uh, who is just connected and we all get there together. You know what I mean? So hope you enjoyed the interview. This has been Pastor DRE with you. And trust me, there is more to come. I promise you there's more to come. But until next time, you all be blessed.